0: what's good podcast are you ready your number one source to all the keys in the industry
1: with Brianna Javon
0: it's the what's good
2: podcast
1: what's good hey ladies and gents this is Shabrell Brianna Javon with what's good podcast season four and we want to say thank you so much for tuning in with us today Today, we have an amazing guest. His name is Marcus Cobb. Everyone say hey.
2: (laughs) What's going
1: (laughs) on? And as you guys and gals know, we do not have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. So let's go ahead and get into it. If you guys have been listening, hey, hey, hey. If you guys are new, hey, hey, hey. But we always start off with icebreakers. So your icebreaker for today, what do you enjoy most about what you do?
0: what I enjoy most uh, than anything is being able to interact with, you know, my community. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our community is um, so vibrant being able to really express my thoughts, being able to connect with my audience, being able to tell my story of, you know, upbringing, the struggle, the hardship, the late nights, being able to just have a genuine conversation, uh, definitely with my people is um, what is really what I enjoy uh, being able to just bring it to light. That's just enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I just love what I do.
1: Okay. All right. And so with that being stated, we're going to go ahead and get started with our team one conversation. Definitely. <laughs> As you guys know, we always start off with who is the guest of the day. So who is Marcus?
0: Marcus is definitely that, you know, little-known uh, person that's, you know, from, I'm just going to keep it 100.
1: Come on. <laughs> uh, definitely,
0: um, I'm from Beemore.
1: I hear the uh, accent. <laughs> yes.
0: And, you know, being there, I'm, I'm just very proud that I came from Beemore. Um, it's not the easiest, you know, city, you know, growing up. And I wouldn't say I was, like, in the hood, but I was close to it. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, you know, it was just, i say things were good. You know I was blessed to have a good family. I was blessed to go to you know good schools uh definitely learn you know from different peers uh being able to own my craft at a young age nice. uh growing going to high school it was uh that's when things really went into a good direction. I would say you know really doing entrepreneurship. Creating my first business, winning my first competition—my mm-hmm. oh, goodness! <laughs> it's uh, the sodas for less was my first business, mm-hmm. and from there, it just my love for entrepreneurship grew. Mm-hmm. And I went on to college to really design, you know, computers. Uh, really learn different softwares. You know, graduated. And I had the dream of, you know, really making a name for myself. So I decided to, you know, take a chance and relocate. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: so for me, I, you know, decided to make the first, you know, journey to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had high hopes. I, you know, wanted to start my company. I wanted to do this. I wanted to be a media. However, you know, I was there for nine months, but it was such a struggle.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And from there, it was just kind of the downfall. And when we just talk about, you know, the good, but we also got to really talk about the bad. Yes, we do. And so for me, I ended up, you know, really losing a lot of things Uh when I was, you know, in Atlanta. You know, my, pretty much everything just went downhill. Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to find decent work my dreams were just falling by the wayside. Mm -hmm. I didn't have anything. And so after that point, I decided to, um, try it again and make a move to Texas. Mm -hmm. And so my first journey there was in Houston. And so things got maybe a little bit better, but I decided that, um, I needed a little bit more experience. I worked at, you know, odd jobs in restaurants and worked my way up. And I was proud of that. But it was more that needed to be done from me, from my perspective. And so I decided to get back into, you know, computers and really, you know, build that skill set that I had back in school. And from there, that's when, you know, the creative creativity really started again and i just very proud of that.
1: That's such a good story.
0: Yes it's definitely more but it's just you know. It. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> <that's> the surface. <laughs> yeah that's the surface. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of want to rewind to the very first business that you had in high school. Okay. What was the inspiration for the business?
0: The inspiration was uh, definitely just to you know, get my foot in the door, Mm -hmm. you know, just to be able to collaborate with my classmates. And I was able to team up with uh, a woman, you know, that was in my class and we Mm -hmm. created this business called Sodas for Less. Mm -hmm. So we created um, an entity and we sold, you know, different types of sodas, different flavors, you know, for a low cost. And so the inspiration was, you know, We wanted to be, you know, a wholesale corporation where Mm -hmm. we wanted to have sodas and drinks that were low cost, that was affordable for college students and Mm -hmm. for high school students. Mm -hmm. And so we pitched that and we wanted to be unique. Mm -hmm. So we just designed, you know, flyers. We did, you know, cans. We designed our cans and, and yeah, we did a bulletin board and we, once we got to the end, we uh, pitched it to um, investors who came around and everything. And then the funniest thing happened that it was a competition, but we won second place. Mm. And so the inspiration was to create something that was unique for, you know, people like us, people that were in high school that, you know, just wanted alternatives that the cafeteria just wasn't selling. Mm. So we just wanted it to be different.
1: I love it. Yeah. And so when it came to Soda's for Less, what would you say would be one lesson from your very first business that you received?
0: I would say the one lesson uh, that I, you know, received was to always uh, know your numbers. Mm,
2: that's so definitely. Important.
0: Yes, uh, definitely. Know your um Research definitely do the research of you know your competition, mm-hmm. competition that's um, among you in the same group, uh, whether it's inside the school or outside the school, mm-hmm. and so that was just you know the lesson, the takeaway from that, and we were able to do that, and so it was just, uh, it's more than just creating the business aspect. We you got to be able to do the homework. You got to be like well. What's going to set you apart
2: Mm -hmm. from
0: the other business? What's going to distinguish you from your competition? So that was just very huge for us.
1: love that. So with that being stated, you were in high school. You started very young as a business owner. Was that influenced because you maybe had family around that were entrepreneurs or business owners?
0: Yes. Uh, (laughs) And and, and I I must say, to be honest, it really didn't come from my, the side of my mother's side of the family. It came Mm -hmm. from my father's side of the family. Uh, my uncle and aunt owned a um, cleaning business. Uh And so I never knew that until I was able to sit down with them and, you know, talk about their journey of how they started at young. So they worked overnight and, you know, did cleaning for, you know, big corporations. And my aunt had made her own, um, Lotions and um everything from scratch body butters, different off uh, you know scents and flavors, and then my cousin owned um a definitely a food business, a food mm-hmm. truck, so a lot of that came from uh definitely my father's side of the family, and it just rubbed on me because I knew that I thought different, I knew that I wanted to you know do things that were just not the normal for most people. Mm-hmm. So, and that just didn't even come from, you know, being able to just talking to them. It was just, I thought different.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: I think a lot of the inspiration came from just my thinking, but just a lot from them,
2: mm-hmm. even though
0: I wasn't around them so many, so much. And it was just, it was incredible to really have that skill.
1: Love it. Yeah. All right, so now we're in Texas, yes. right? What was some of your planning before coming to Texas? Was it, I'm just going to start a business or let me work my way up, like you mentioned in Atlanta? Or was it like, let me just start all over? When I get there, I'll figure it out.
0: I would honestly say, um, for so many years, uh, it's always been starting the business.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Because entrepreneurship was in my blood since high school. Mm -hmm. And I tell people that, you know, every, you know, chance I get, mm-hmm. so the the goal for coming to Texas was to really start the business. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, I started you know working while I was building the business mm-hmm. because I wanted to have that strong foundation. You needed that. But however, the goal was to really get this business going. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times I failed,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, the inspiration was not just coming down here blind and not knowing where I wanted to go Mm -hmm. because I felt like I did that when I was in Atlanta and Mm -hmm. that was the mistake that I truly made. Mm -hmm. So I didn't wanna create, um, make that mistake again. Mm -hmm. So the strong point was to be able to definitely start the business, Mm -hmm. work my way up at the same time, but spend more time on the business because Mm -hmm. I wanted to grow that more than anything.
1: And with that being stated, for the listeners, some people just want to quit their jobs because they want to start a business. And I think you made a valid point as far as having a foundation. Can you explain to the listeners why that's important? Because for me, this is just my point of view when it comes to building that foundation you can allow your nine to five to pay for your passion right. until you're actually ready to leave your nine to five. Now that's not everybody's story. God's journey for everyone is totally different because mine, it wasn't like that. It was like I had to go, <laughs> but then I also see the importance. If I would have stayed there, things would have probably been much easier for me when I started my business. So for you, why is it important to have that foundation first before just leaving? and starting your business, and starting from scratch. Why was that so important to start your foundation?
0: From the very beginning, I would say that I didn't truly understand how important the foundation was Mm -hmm. until, I would say, two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I tell people now, more than ever, that having that solid foundation, you know, provided me the skills uh, that I needed to own my business, Mm -hmm. to be able to handle difficult situations Mm -hmm. with clients, with customers, being able to distinguish between, you know, finances, being able to give it to the right people. Mm -hmm. And I would have never known how to do that if I didn't have the foundation in place Mm -hmm. and just going into my business blindly and Mm -hmm. just making so many mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so having that foundation, taught me so many lessons and I didn't learn those lessons until it was later when I made all the mistakes at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so the foundation is so crucial to your success because you gain so much skills and it doesn't matter what job you have. Doesn't matter where you're at. You want to be the best you can be at that job or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. So that way you can transfer those skills to the next level and transfer it to your business. Mm -hmm. So with that, you're going to be able to come out stronger. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to have more wisdom. You're going to be able to offer a lot more mm-hmm. to the customer that you probably could, wouldn't have been able to do if you just went into it blindly.
1: Mm. So
0: that's so crucial. That's what I tell people.
1: That's a bunch of nuggets. Yes. That was real good. Yes. And so now as far as the business, you know, you said that I want to do this for my business. I want to do that for my business. Let's talk about the business itself you have your hands in a lot of things as we discussed, right? Yes. <laughs> Before press and play. <laughs> and so I want to talk about those businesses, the things that you do have your hands in and how did those come about? So if you want to talk about, because I wrote a couple of them down, Cobo-Matic, you're an ambassador for Greenwood District Clothing Line. We've already talked about Soda's for Less. Yes. So let's talk about the different things that you're doing.
0: Now, the first uh company that I, you know, really started, uh, which is Mm Cabomatic, It's definitely a web design and, you know, marketing firm. I felt like it was such a need, such a desire to have a design firm for, you know, Mm African-Americans, a place where we can not just only design, you know, the best, you know, sites and everything, but we wanted to tell stories for, of local businesses. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't just being another design firm, it was just more of being able to help local businesses get online and be able to tell a story that most people wanted to hear. I felt like a lot of it was missing in the African-American community. Mm -hmm. And we just wanted to be set ourselves apart from all other design firms to really tell that story, being able to market effectively, Mm -hmm. because a lot of those skills are not really taught to us. A lot of the skills uh, that would make us successful online, you know, are just not there.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it it's, could be easy access, mm-hmm. but however, it's just not so many businesses in our community where we can just tell, you know, how to do this, you know, where should we go, where are the resources? So we, Cop-O-Matic is really that foundation of where, why I created that business.
1: All right. And before we get started with the next one,
0: yeah.
1: how did you create that name? I know it's your last name, yes. but I wanna hear the story behind it.
0: Cobbatic was uh definitely something that I wanted to be creative. I you know, it was represented who I was. Mm-hmm. Cobb was, you know, my father's last name. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I carry that with me because unfortunately I lost him uh when I was eight months. Mm-hmm. And so being able to, you know, have that uh name is just a strong, you know, foundation for me. Mm-hmm. And it was something that, you know, made a statement for, you know, where I came from. I was proud mm-hmm. of that. And then um, cobblematic, which is the automatic, you know, I wanted it to be like automatic, you know, resources, automatic systems in place for tech. So that's where a lot of that came from. So being able to put that together, it was just it represented me. Cause mm-hmm. I was just in that, tech savvy mode so cop just you know fit the, you know really the bill
1: yes it does yes okay one more thing before we move on to the next business venture um how important because i think it's important to me in my business is it to have automation within your business mm-hmm. people like i don't want to pay money for this and i don't want to pay money for <laughs> Baby, if you get you some automation as far as systems, your life will run much easier. But coming from a tech person, because I can't speak on it, right? But from a tech guy, why would you say that is so important?
0: Automation is definitely the foundation of any business. It's not just for technology. It's for all businesses. Because in the world that we live in, uh, your business is going to run on automation, regardless of what you do whether you're in food, whether you're in, you know, healthcare, Mm -hmm. whether you're in technology like I am, uh, automation is so important because when you have systems in place, it makes things not only just run smooth, but it makes this company grow at a faster rate. And I learned this, you know, later on at, you know, I would say about two years ago, and that was just really the primary focus for Cobbomatic because we wanted to be able to create uh, automation, you know, be able to have those tech skills that really brought so much um, to people at a faster rate. Because everything that people want, they want it so fast. They want it to come at huge speed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so for automation, um, it's not just changing in our small businesses, but they're changing in corporations, huge ones. Mm -hmm. You'll see it in Amazon, you'll see it in UPS, and they're just replacing, you know, a lot of people with these automation. Mm -hmm. So if you're not getting with it now, you're going to get, it's going to be forced on you, whether, regardless of what you do. Mm -hmm. So it's just, um, we had to make that our top priority. And I stress this to every business that, Automation should be your key focus when you're developing your business plan and developing the foundation of your business because okay. it's going to make all the difference. Oh, yes. I'm just
1: saying. Yes. Okay, so on to the next business venture. What else do you have
0: your hands in? I definitely have my hands in uh, the foundation that I'm very proud of, mm-hmm. um, which is the Greenwood District. Mm-hmm. And for me, this opportunity presented itself in my uh, social media. Mm -hmm. I was able to um, just market myself effectively. And someone had dropped, you know, an email saying that I would be a good representative for this brand, it's a clothing line. Mm -hmm. And so for the Greenwood District, um, a lot of people don't know the story. Black Wall Street was, you know, such a huge thing back in the day, back in 1921 Mm -hmm. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, it was burned down by the race riots and everything. But now we're building it up strongly and um, better than ever because we want our Black Wall Street again. And so this clothing line was created five years ago. And so there's, you know, a. YouTube channel and everything. And we decided to create, you know, this clothing of, uh, black sayings, you know, for black women and black men that represented black business. Um, we just felt like there was such a piece that was missing. Um, Being able to represent our culture uh, with black businesses, you know, giving compliments to black women, giving compliments to us, black brothers who are doing our thing. And um, we can't stress enough that we just need that encouragement. We need that um, survival skill. It's just a lot that came from it. Mm -hmm. And we just create hoodies. We create, you know, T-shirts. We create jerseys, everything and so i was a proud ambassador for this um clothing line and um i got one shirt on come um, on
1: represent yes definitely
0: is <laughs> um i'm proud to you know represent you know black you know brothers but you know for the black women you know they do their thing and it's just i'm i'm proud of um both of us for where we come from mm-hmm. Because we are so creative, we uh bring a lot to the table, and we need to bring that more.
2: Mm-hmm. We need
0: to build up our communities mm-hmm. um and so we're just you know really getting out there marketing our clothing line. Mm-hmm. It's just um, I'm very proud of it, mm-hmm. so definitely you know check us out uh the Greenwood district and definitely find out the story more and it's just intriguing mm-hmm. um we were just on c n b c um
2: Congrats. You
0: know Tulsa, Oklahoma. Really talking about you know the history, talking about you know the clothing line, our uh, black issues. It's just you know amazing. Mm. So I'm I'm very thankful to be a part of that. So
1: that's so good. Yes,
0: so uh, definitely.
1: All right, so I do want to take it back to Cabo Maddy. Yes, when it comes to you know the foundation is here, got the company up and running, things are going well. At this point, you're like, I need some help, right? What does it look like to expand if that means, you know, creating more systems for your company or at this point, hiring people to help you? Because at this point, you're trying to grow. So what does that mindset look like when you're ready to go to that next level?
0: For me, uh, being able to go to the next level, I want to continue, and I started this from day one. I not only just hire, you know, I hired, you know, two people to really um, set the foundation, set the tone for my company, but not just bring on more staff, but Mm -hmm. to be able to implement uh, more marketing systems for us, Mm -hmm. being able to effectively get out there and set ourselves apart from other, you know, marketing firms. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But, you know, in the Black community, we don't have enough, um, you know, marketing systems in place, you know, that's going to really reach to our market. And so what it looks like for us is that we want to get more into helping other local businesses, being able to, market effectively, being able to teach them how to go from one direction to the next, being able to elevate. And so we don't just want to create the websites because anybody could honestly do that. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: so we kind of wanted to, you know, definitely our goal is to shift, uh, to be in a system where we're educating people because Mm -hmm. we feel like our community can never have enough resources because it's, you know, it lacks, but uh, we want to be that one-stop shop where people can come and not just get the website, but you get the marketing, you get the foundation, you get the automation, you get the, everything flows. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's where we want to see ourselves in like the next five years. So definitely. Okay.
1: And so um, when it comes to picking your clients or, saying, hey, you know, let's work together. What does the consultation look like to know what their needs are and how you can come in and help out?
0: For us, um, we like to sit down and be able to find out, you know, where is um what is where are they looking to go uh in mm, a few years. That's good. And we want to paint the picture of like It's not just the website and, you know, just telling your story. Where do you, where's your ultimate goal Mm. and where do you want to be like in the next, you know, say 30 days, 60 days. Mm -hmm. So we kind of plan it out, you know, Mm long-term because we feel like short-term goals are good, but long-term you got to have that vision vision because there are going to be times where uh, things are not going to go right,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we we just don't want to lie to clients and say that, well, we built this foundation, everything, and then people are not coming at a faster rate. Mm-hmm. And see, a lot of times we just want to tell people that, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that, mm-hmm. you need to do this, and everything is going to be all good. But we not we just don't want to tell you that you're not going to have hard days, mm-hmm. you're not going to have hard nights. So we want to paint the picture of where do you want to be. Uh, in the future. Mm -hmm. So we sit down and develop a roadmap with 30, 60, 90 days. So we break it down Mm -hmm. and then we think about, you know, our color schemes. Mm -hmm. And then we also think about how do you effectively want to reach your customer? Mm -hmm. What do you want to, how do you want to set yourself apart? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is your true story? Mm -hmm. Um, because, it's not just really selling them on that because really people are going to be drawn into you of how you express and tell them what you've gone through. Yeah, And so that was just something that we wanted to distinguish ourselves from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to own that. That's how we do it.
1: So good. Yeah. All right. So, what we're gonna do now? This is the storytelling part of the podcast. Okay. Oh. Wow. Oh. You ready? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your Head dry
0: <laughs> No, it's just like telling that story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, as you mentioned, <clears throat> there are the good times of business and life, yes. and you know, you also have the bad times. Well, I going to say bad times. You just have those lessons that come with life, right? So, as far as your highs. What are some highs you can pat yourself on the back and say, oh, I did that, this is exciting, or my team and I did that, whatever the case may be?
0: I would definitely say there have been uh, recent highs, uh, definitely with Matic. We mm-hmm. were able to um, secure our first uh, contract with uh, an organization in North Carolina
2: nice.
0: uh, with this uh, Every Dot Black, and it's a mastermind group. And so we were able to secure um, this contract with being able to design websites for the members that come in. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we were able, there wasn't nobody in the group that designed.
2: Mm -hmm. And that
0: was just like, it was a super opening for us because we didn't even know that we were the only design team there. Mm -hmm. So they offered it to us uh, being able to design and we just felt like. That came out of nowhere because all we did was just researched and found different, you know, Black organizations Mm -hmm. that were uh, on Eventbrite. Okay. And so we just wanted to be, you know, a part of, you know, a mastermind group that we could be accountable for, that we could give tips on, that we could speak for. And, you know, all out of the blue, the founder had reached out to us and was offering us, you know, this contract. And so we just didn't even ask for it. So I I was just very proud of that.
1: That's beautiful. Congrats.
0: Yes. And, uh, the the next thing was being able to have, honestly, um, opportunities come like slowly, but surely not just with the Greenwood district, Mm -hmm. but not, um, also being able to design for, um an upcoming uh, shoe. Oh,
1: that's yeah. exciting.
0: So we uh, kind of don't want to give it away just yet.
1: Just give me a little sprinkle. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit.
0: So um, for this company, it's based out of uh, in Florida. Mm,
1: so you're like not just here locally. Yes. You're pretty much nas- nationwide.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it's starting to get to that point. <laughs> and so for us, we just, I, I just can't thank um, my team enough Um, Mm -hmm. It's only just been the three of us uh, total, but my social media uh, manager, I just can't thank, you know, the person enough, um, Mr. Roland uh, for definitely helping me out. uh, Definitely coming in, you know, doing things for Dallas means business. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just definitely been um, amazing. And I just couldn't have done it without him. Mm -hmm. So it's just been, you know, those have only been the two uh, major things for us, but there's been, you know, other small things, but we making it happen. So it is just definitely stay tuned because you're going to see a lot more.
1: I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) And so on the opposite end of the spectrum, we also have our low moments where it kind of questions us if we should continue with this journey or if we should just back out and just, nah, I don't think this is for me. So what would be a low moment for you where you questioned it? And then on the part B side of it, how did you push through? Because of course you're still doing it. You know, you have a team at this point, you're getting contracts, more contracts, like you mentioned, y'all going to see more of Marcus. Yes. So what was a low moment and how did you push through?
0: The low moment had uh, came, I would say two years ago when I was originally working uh, for the university of uh, Texas, which is in Dallas, you know, Richardson. Mm -hmm. And so the low moment had came when, you know, I left and I just kind of really didn't have no sense of direction, um, at that point, because I've been working in the food and beverage industry for a long time Mm -hmm. and I had worked my way up and then it felt kind of felt like I, you know, Knock myself down you know a few flights of stairs, mm. and so I felt like it was time for to get back into design,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: yet I was out of the game for years because I didn't necessarily do it um, for like ten years, wow. and so it was kind of the low moment where it's like if I pursue this and it's like where am I going to begin because so much has changed in mm-hmm. the industry mm-hmm. and so being able to think about um just educating myself on what's new, what people are doing, mm-hmm. um, it took a lot. Yeah. And so um, I decided from day one that I was going to align myself with the right people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, be open to um, getting, you know, educated on new softwares um, quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't going to be hesitant and be like, I don't have time for this. I don't want to do this and all. I-, I really wanted to make the time to be coachable because it was so crucial, especially in business. We're just so turned off because we don't have the time. We don't want to do things, but you got to be coachable Mm -hmm. and be able to make the time for the things that you want. And so I was able to do that. And so I was able to get up to speed, you know, with most of the things. And of course you're still learning, but for me, I was uh, very proud of getting back into the technology firm. Um, because I knew that with the pandemic, it was you know either we get back into this or we're just going to stay right where we're at. Yeah. And I think uh, thank you know God for showing me like a new light mm-hmm. at the end of the tunnel because um, automation tech was just going to be the way to go. And I wanted to utilize my degree and you know stay current. So that was just kind of the low point for me but it's resulted to a high point that's so
1: beautiful yes all right and so for the listeners i always ask for one free advice from the guest um it could be life it could be business whatever the case may be i feel like certain times people pay so much money for consultations and going to different seminars and they not receive anything from it right? right But I feel with conversations like this, people receive the most value because we're just being genuine. We're being authentic with one another. Mm -hmm. And so with that being stated, I created this segment just for the guests to just give a little bit more advice to our listeners. So what's one free advice? Just one more tidbit for the people.
0: Well, I would honestly say uh, for those of you that are really on the fence of, Pursuing something new, mm-hmm. going into a new direction, and whether it's you know a new job, whether it's building that business, getting that foundation, uh, don't be turned off and don't be afraid to really jump into it, uh, especially during this you know pandemic. Mm-hmm. I know that things may be rough now, but to be honest, it's going to continue to get rough, and I'm just going to keep it real that you know we have to get past the point where. We're not looking for someone to get a handout from. We got to nice. be able to take the initiative and do it ourselves.
2: Right.
0: So we got to self-persevere in the obstacles that, you know, get in our way. And I had to learn that uh, so many times over. And now that, you know, I've, I'm older, I'm more wiser. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, we don't learn those lessons until those lessons are being forced on us. Yes. And so for most of you that have gone through things during this pandemic, I must stress that you got to really pursue that dream. Mm -hmm. You got to pursue that passion. Mm -hmm. And the passion by itself is not always just going to be what gets you there, but, you know, it's going to take work. It's going to take effort. It's going to take those long nights. It's going to take that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And I've made all those. And, we're at the beginning stage where we're starting to make, you know, huge gains. We're starting to make huge marks in the tech world. And so those life lessons that I've learned at a young age, being able to lose everything and gain it back. I can't stress enough that going through those things has really taught me so many things. And I just want to leave y'all with that, that you got to be able to get through, the hardship to see the blessings in life
1: mm-hmm. yes that's amazing yes. yes that was just really really good okay <laughs> so what is upcoming for Marcus I know the podcast <clears throat> you have the diplomatic uh, business you just have a lot of things as I mentioned I keep mentioning because mm-hmm. the man is busy okay yes. um so what is next for you what's
0: uh, what's upcoming for me is being able to continue to my mop- to work my brand, uh, to really build it up, to see it successful. I see my company getting to, uh, a six person operation and, uh, that's including myself. I really want to make Cobblematic that one-stop shop, uh, for the black community to come and do things with. But also I really want to build, um, a good representation in the uh, black media space. And also what I didn't mention, um, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who is in the Black space as far as the Black media that this month is Happy Black Media Appreciation Month. And so I want to wish everyone, you know, that and you as well.
2: Thank you. Yeah.
0: So um, for me, it's just being able to get to know the community, the Black media space a lot more. I want to be able to do more interviews. I want to be able to interact with you more. And just building that speaking platform. Because long term, you want to be able to get from being not just the owner, but the producer and being able to bring on upcoming talent that's Mm -hmm. up, um, that's behind you. I want to be able to educate, you know, my kids that are, you know, coming that, you know, daddy is building this foundation for you and I want you to take over and build something, you know, even better that I've done. So we, it's all about really building that foundation for the generations to come. And so that's all about, you know, wealth and definitely black media. That's how we're going to make it work.
1: Come on, <laughs> so good. Okay. So, um, as far as websites, social media, how can people get in touch with you? Even to, you know, consultations, all that good stuff.
0: Well definitely if you want to reach out to me, you definitely can reach me out on LinkedIn uh, for Cobomatic, which is you know of course com/slash cobomatic I do have my uh, YouTube channel, which is uh, the Cobb channel, as well as um, definitely Facebook you know marcus Cobb uh, Instagram. With a K. Yes, definitely. (laughs) And Dallas means business. uh, So we have just two channels uh, on Instagram. So Marcus Cobb and Instagram. And so we also uh, able to do uh, the Greenwood District. Uh, So definitely follow me and I can definitely give you the uh, website for that. Um, So it's just four places that you can reach me at. So. He gave it to
1: you. Yes. Y'all support him. He gave it to you. Yes. Okay, so I always end each episode with a motivational moment. If that means a Bible verse, a quote, anything that just came by, and I was like, oh, that was beautiful, and bring it on the show. So today is a quote. Are you ready? Yes. I'm going to share my thoughts, and you share your thoughts, okay? The best way to predict the future is to create it. I'm going to repeat it one more time for the people. the best way to predict the future is to create it by peter Drucker. i think i'm saying that right Drucker. yeah the d so when i first read it to me it's like you can't i don't want to say success you can't fulfill yourself by just sitting down and not doing anything correct if you don't put actions to your dreams it's only going to stay a dream
2: that's right
1: if you don't get up and move Then you're going to become lazy. You're going to be complacent and you're going to allow these days to go by. To when you look back, you're going to be like, "Okay, I can't blame anybody but myself. And so in order to create a better future for your legacy, for yourself, even for your family, excuse me. I know for me, my biggest thing is is to give back to my family because they supported me so much during this time of me uh, transitioning to be an entrepreneur. Uh, For people that know me, I stay with my mom. So I want to be able to buy groceries. I want to be able to pay a light bill. I want to be able to do certain things for her because she's looking out for me. And so for you, when you hear this quote, what do you think about?
0: I think about um, so many sacrifices that I made to create the best life that, you know, that I wanted to have in Texas. So with all the sacrifices that I did back home in Maryland, uh, be more and in Atlanta it's propelled me to celebrate my success, you know, at this point. And it took, you know, so many years uh, to get to that stage and the life lessons learned was nothing was going to flourish in my life. If I didn't, you know, take action and really stand up and be like, I don't want life to happen to me. I'm going to get out there and create it. I'm going to get out there and hustle. I'm going to make things happen. I'm going to get around the right people. Uh I'm going to join and I'm going to speak. I'm going to create this. Uh Without those actions, you know, I was just, life was just going to come at me, you know, sideways, you know, it was going to throw me a curveball. And without those, you know, having those sacrifices, it was just, I think that things would have just been rough
2: yeah. and I could have
0: just stayed in my place. Um, when things were down, things were rough, but I didn't allow that. Mm -hmm. So I had to create my dream and be fulfilled in so many ways. And I think so many people get to a stage where they're comfortable, Mm -hmm. they become complacent, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, they're not elevating to that next step. And unless you, to be all honest, you need to be elevating and learning new skills each and every year for you to get to that next step. And so you cannot let, you know, a job promotion or one thing that's positive be the all end all be all. So you got to keep going. You got to keep challenging yourself. You got to be able to see the hardships for what they are. Mm-hmm. So it's the. uh Roadblocks are just stepping stones. But there's always gonna be that challenge. So I stress to you to really see it, see that for what it is and keep moving forward.
1: That's a blessing. Yes. That's a blessing. Yes. Well, that's it, Marcus. Did you have any I mean, you've given us a lot today, but do yes. you have any last thoughts, anything that you feel like you forgot to talk about? Anything I forgot to ask. This is your time to share.
0: Honestly, I just um There's so much more, you know, you could share and everything, Mm -hmm. but for all of you that are just out there, uh, definitely in the black media space, I I just congratulate each and every last one of you for keep striving, keep going for that dream. Uh, it's just going to get better, you know, for a lot of us, um, I just, I'm excited for the things to come
2: mm-hmm.
0: and definitely I'm ready to keep challenging myself, uh, not just in leadership, but just being able to be out there a lot more. And I'm hoping to see more of you get into this space, uh, being able to speak and tell your story.
2: So that's why
1: well, I just want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story, sharing yeah. these tidbits and blessings with us. And we just want to say, thank you so much.
0: Thank y'all <laughs> so much.
1: All right. Well, actually, this is a wild card Wednesday. So we just want to thank you for being on a wild card Wednesday. Um, If you're listening to this morning, noon, evening, or night. Before I say, I'm just so excited that I always get it right every time. But anyway, if you're listening to this morning, noon, evening, or night, thank you guys for tuning into What's the Podcast, and we see you guys next Monday. Hey guys! For more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at What's Good underscore Podcast or my personal account b.javon Javon underscore Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter What's Good underscore Pod C for Charlie, and then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast.